Welcome to the Young Adult Podcast, where we will be engaging in weekly conversations around the amazing, tough, fun, weird, but extremely important and defining season of your 20s, all while bringing you more of a biblical perspective. Our goal is to dive deeper into conversations that push you, challenge you, and hopefully inspire you to begin to walk in the fullness of who God created you to be, which we believe will make you the most effective for the kingdom of God. Let's jump into this week's episode. What's up, everybody, and welcome to the Young Adult Podcast. My name is Connor Grimm, and I will be your host. Joining me today for our YA Summer Kickoff Podcast, we have the entire YA staff. We are doing a staff podcast for you guys today, going around the horn. We have Milana Martellero Bakken. We have Zachary Anderson, <laughs> midlife crisis, bleached his hair, Atwood. Quarter life, I hope. I hope it's not half life. <laughs> That's true. That's true. And we have the new soon-to-be father, Keaton Tucker. Yeah. Soon-to-be dad, 12 weeks. 12 weeks out? 12 weeks out. Oh, Today. man. That poor child. <laughs> I mean, yay! No. Oh, poor child. <laughs> poor child. Yeah. Real quick, I'm sure everybody, if you're listening, you might be familiar with these guys, but just to be sure, let's go around the horn and let everybody know what you do at YA and at the church at, at large. So, Milana, kick, kick us off. Hello. I um, work with YA. I do all of our social media, creative production, love what I get to do, and who I get to do it with. I'm Zach. So I help run our volunteers here at Young Adults, and then on top of that, I also help uh, from like a, I guess like a central corporate-ish level, to put it into businessy terms, um, help out with like our volunteer operations across the church to make sure that everything's running smoothly, and then also working on a new program to be launched in the fall, so a little anticipation. TBD. Um, TDB. <laughs> to get that going for uh, like volunteer uh, orientation and training, and then also just like new member, like, like or not new member, new uh, new guests welcome, like for our church at large. So Nice. There's a couple fun things in the works. Keaton. That's a lot. Yeah. I do groups at Young Adults, and then I also do groups at the Arvada campus, so I help people get into the community. There you go. Yeah. And if you are not in a life group, shame on For you. Sure. Get on on the For app. Shame we actually have a lot you. of there, groups available. Is there a boo? Nope. <laughs> nope, nope. Nope. All right. I think we're gonna leave. Well, you got to try the others now. We're going to leave that board alone. Yeah. <laughs> we're done with the board. Done with the um, but no, if, you, if you're not in a group, get in a group. And if you want to do a group but can't find one that fits your fancy... Just shoot me an email, Keaton at RedRocksChurch.com. They should lead a group. They should lead a group. They should. That is the better answer. Yeah. And what does it take to be a group leader? Do you need to know, do you need to have the entire Bible memorized or anything like that? You don't. You need either a space to have people in your home or you need to have an activity you want to share with people. Bam. That's it. And it's summertime. It's summertime. It's a great time. We just started a boxing group at Arvada. No way. So you can, yeah, we have a jujitsu group. We have rock climbing groups. We have so many groups you can join, <laughs> or you can literally start one based on anything you like. That's awesome. And I it's also, summertime, so there's a lot of stuff to do. I liked how at first when he said that, I was like, ooh, but then I realized in my head, I was like, 
all of those sound terrible to me. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, why? Why are you ooing, Zach? <laughs> you don't like activities. All right. You don't want to go rock climbing? No, could you ooh. could you do a show binging group? Ooh. You could. It wouldn't be very long. It'd be one oh. a couple intense days of And then of you the just pick a new show. You just pick a new yeah. show. You'd all get to vote. There you go. Speaking you of, could. guys, what it's summertime, which means you're either very active and you're <laughs> working out, going to the pool, going outside mm. and getting tan, mm. or you're basking in the air conditioning, mm. which is what me and my translucent daughter do. <laughs> <laughs> and we either watch Coco Melon or the NBA playoffs right now. Mm. Um, shout out to Nikola Jokic for yeah. winning the MVP. That's right. Nicola, yes. I know you listen to this podcast. So Milana Sports. Shout out to you. Um, no, I wish he listened to this. Guys, what are some shows you're binge watching this summer? Hit us up. We uh we actually so guys, we've been a little MIA on the podcast, and that's because we lost the card that we record all of them on. Um, and we had this really intense, like epic conversation with Manny, and he literally gave us this like laundry list of amazing TV shows to watch. And I like, I literally remember being like, I'm going to go back to this podcast just to get like his TV show recommendations. Um, list of amount. Yes. And we unfortunately are still searching and praying that the Holy Spirit leads us to that SD card. But until then, join us, join us yes. in prayer. until then guys, give us some, give us some shows that you're watching or planning on watching before we dive in. Okay. Well, Okay, I am watching Friends for the 822nd time-ish. Have you hmm. seen The Reunion? I weirdly haven't. Oh my gosh, it's actually really good. I know, and I've heard, and I, well, okay, I have plans in my head of how it's going to go down. And I'm going to have a party, or by myself, TBD. Um, <laughs> but I'm going to I'm gonna make, if, you, if you're a Friends fan, you know this. So by yourself. Probably by myself, it's fine. Um, <laughs> but if you're a Friends fan, you know the trifle that Rachel makes at yes. Thanksgiving. Where it's ladyfingers, chocolate pudding, a layer of uh, peas, onions, and ground beef, and then more ladyfingers <laughs> pudding. Like it's just it's disgusting. It's a hilarious episode. I'm gonna make it, but I'm not gonna do. The, I'm not gonna do the meat and peas and, and onions. I'm gonna do like you know the bunch of cruncha. Uh-uh. Like you you guys no. know a bunch of cruncha? No, it's like what? crunch the crunch bars, but they make it into oh my gosh! It's the Best. Oh, I'm praying for you. It's it, it's it's a crunch bar that's put into like little little snacky forms. It's a bunch of. Cr- oh my. All right. Man. So Zach is watching <laughs> Friends. Guys. By himself friends. and eating. Sorry, I'm just now <laughs> upset. All right. What else? What else? Real quick. We're we are six minutes, seven minutes into this. What, what uh, Keaton? What right. are you watching? This we're summer? watching Friday Night Lights. I know we're about 16 mm. years behind or whenever that came out, right. but. I can't get enough of it. Are you We're a in, Riggins or a, I'm a Saracen a, girl? Uh, I like how he's a girl. <laughs> I am. I got to go Tim Riggins. He just gets uh, better and better with every season. He's got the, like. You root for him. You root for him. And he's just like, he never slanders anybody. He makes a lot of really bad de- The whole show is a series of bad decisions and dramatic walkouts. But <laughs> Tim, you got to love it. You got to love it. <laughs> All right, Milana, what are you watching this summer? Uh, we're rewatching Modern Family. We rewatch a lot of shows, but if you haven't yet, we've probably said this on this podcast 20 times. So hopefully you've taken our advice. But if you haven't, you have to, have to watch The Chosen. It is the best pe- cinematic feat ever made. I'm obsessed with it. 
I the honestly the cinematography the all seen? of the creative elements the acting all of it is so good. I, I was gonna say, have you seen Shrek? I mean, like, <laughs> Shrek is the also, golden like, I feel, standard. I feel bad because it's like, oh no, this is a show about Jesus, and it actually is. It's phenomenal. amazing. It's so good, and I feel like all the shows and movies are normally really cheesy. And Real this cheesy. one is not. It's, it's just not. okay. Good. I need to watch it. I always you have this like it? no. I have this reserve because I don't want it to like ruin. Oh, uh, I it cry makes it so every better. episode. Oh, okay. It's like so before good. the miracle even happens, I'm like already ready to go. Like just tears in my eyes. And Jesus, the guy who plays Jesus is amazing. And it's free, right? It's free. It's free. Hundred percent free. Yep. So you have no excuse if app. you're listening. The Chosen app. To not watch it. All right, it. go download The Chosen and watch it right now. And get Buncher Conchos. <laughs> yes. My last recommendation real quick. Jeez, we're eight, we're almost nine minutes in. We are, <laughs> Aaron and I are, are watching this documentary series on Netflix called High on the Hog. It's how African-American and uh, like slavery culture like influenced and affected uh, like American cuisine. How like the Ooh. two first celebrity chefs huh. in the history of our country were slaves to George Washington, Thomas Jefferson. And it's it, like- Dude, it is insane. It is so really good. Yes, it's like a cooking show with the most in-depth and like beautiful story of like redemption and how just like food and all that like you know, it was just such a huge part of like that culture and then it just infected every area and basically like the resiliency of the black community and and that like shown through the food and so That's what's awesome. it called? It's called High on the Hog. High and it's a hog. cooking show. It, Your passion. Yes, mm. it's cooking show, but like very, very well done. There's times where I like teared up. It's, it's so good, so good. Um, so, hey, if you're looking for stuff to watch this summer, watch those. Damn. But let's dive in to the meat, why you guys are here. Hopefully you're here to hear our rants a little bit. but We're fun. Yeah. If not, here's where we're going to kind of dive in. As a staff, we kind of got together and we were talking about rhythm. Um, I think rhythm is something that affects every single person in their life, but if gone like unchecked, rhythm is something that can like really kind of throw off your life. Like if you're not intentional about your rhythm, life will dictate your rhythm. And I think one huge thing that we all faced is we had this rhythm going through life. And when COVID hit, um, it threw everybody's rhythm off. Everything that we knew, all of our routines, our habits, whatever, got totally thrown for a loop. And now I feel like, and I know we've been talking about COVID for what seems like forever, but it feels like we're on the brink of finally like true normalcy. Masks yeah, are relaxed. Much. Like it, life is getting back to normal. And so we kind of talked as a staff about what does it look like to reestablish our rhythm as a team, as individuals, and why that's so important. And so I don't know if any of you guys kind of just want to jump in. Like talk to me about did COVID throw your rhythm off and then have you had to be well, – yeah. but, but like but what, what – I guess a better question would be yes, obviously COVID threw – what have you been surprised that you've had to be most intentional about, about mm. getting sort of like a healthy rhythm back? Yeah. Mm. Mm. Wow. Um, yeah. No, I'm, I was totally unaffected by COVID. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I, I, my rhythm is just on point. No, I think uh, it's actually weird because I feel like when I, when I, when COVID first hit and when quarantine was a thing and we were locked in and like, I think I, I went to my default 
workaholic mode, okay. which was probably the unhealthiest place for me to go because, well, you can just work 24-7 now that you're at home. Um, and so for me, like, the rhythm was gone of, like, having to separate work from life and life from work and, like, actually have boundaries. Um, and so it tore down those boundaries. So I know, like, right now in this season of life, it's me trying to reestablish those and become better at those. Because, um, yeah, it was just easy for me to to kind of – jump full force into something because, Hey, we have all the time we can, let's just do it. And I, I think the panic in me immediately went to the most unhealthy part of me, which was that workaholism. Um, and so for me, I'll be honest, like I'm, I'm still in that season of trying to transition out of it and trying to figure out like, okay, God, like how, how do I get back to the place where like, yes, I work for a church and that is, that is, great thing but that's not my relationship with you and i think for a season of covid that's what i defaulted to is like well if i'm working for a church then it's fine or if i'm doing this for god it's fine but it's like no i actually just want relationship with you so for me at least uh the, the rhythm part i'm still i'm still navigating uh, transparency mm-hmm. <laughs> what for you guys what what was like the most surprising thing about like oh i never thought i'd have to be intentional about this but i really have to be intentional when it comes to like my rhythm in life mine was working out like, oh, yeah. I don't believe and, you. <laughs> but true story. I like, I love to work out. I'm one of those weirdos. But yeah. during COVID, I don't think I worked out more than 12 times. Like, I sat on my couch. <laughs> what? Me too. Me too. Not look like you did. still in great shape. He's a little beat. It's easy. <laughs> it's easy when you're five seven. <laughs> but yeah, so I, like, it took me like a long time to finally get back into like a rhythm like I want to work out I want to be active and my energy like dipped really bad I was like hard to wake up in the morning then hard to fall asleep at night and just like even in our first like eight months of our marriage it's like I'm just so tired it's because I wasn't doing anything yeah Yeah. so that was that for me that was the the hard one yeah yeah COVID definitely kind of changed my whole (laughs) <laughs> rhythm. I feel like I was always like, and I feel like I got married during COVID. So that like kind of messes up your rhythm because you're like trying to do life with another person <laughs> yeah, and figure out like you're one way and they're another. So I was always like a 6 a.m. person up in my word, like ready to go. How are we and- friends? Keaton's <laughs> <laughs> talking about working out, but I was talking about like waking up at 6. I'm like, these sound in my best moments. No. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it definitely it definitely got thrown off. Mm. <laughs> Not been that way for a minute. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's just it's kind of just been I feel like trying to catch up because I feel like the world mm-hmm. opened back up yeah. at like full force and I was yeah. still kind of in my like covid rhythm. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's a really good word for it is I feel like when your rhythm is off, you feel like you're always trying to catch up to something. Yeah. You always feel like you're just like a step or two behind. You're a step or two off and you're always trying to play catch up and you just can't ever for some reason get there. Mm -hmm. And the one reason why I love summer is because it feels like such a good time to reset your rhythm. Mm -hmm. Like we talked about in, in Ecclesiastes, um, Every, I think everybody should read it, but it it might be seem a little dep- depressing at first. Cause, everything is. Yeah, the author says that, you know everything is is meaningless. Really, the word for it's like vapor. Basically, like everything, like you know, is here one minute and gone the next. But he talks a lot about how. 
There's seasons for everything. And he goes on this huge litany of life, like a season to live, a season to die, a season to laugh, a season to cry, like all these different things. Um, But summer, like even our world is broken up into like seasons, like, you know, and summer just feels like this natural exhale of like, Maybe it's just ingrained in us because since we were kids, like summer break, like I don't know, I still think oh, that yeah. should be a thing for it's, adults. I think it should be a thing. <laughs> like, yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, we like summer break. Come on. Yeah, can I have summer off, Connor? Yeah, you guys cannot have summer off, <laughs> and a, not a job when you come back. <laughs> yeah, just have just have this season and the next five. Do whatever you want. Just don't come back. But but why summer feels like such a good time to reset your rhythm? And I feel like if your rhythm's off and you feel like you're playing catch up, sometimes you just kind of need to step back, reevaluate, mm-hmm. and and almost like do like a forced reset. Yeah. And so for yeah. us, we kind of talked about what that looks like, things to be intentional about as a team. But for somebody listening who's like, yeah, my rhythm feels off. I feel like I'm a step or two behind. Yeah. And I do feel like summer's a great time for me to hit that reset button. What do you think are some good things that people can be intentional with to get their rhythm back on track to, mm-hmm. you know, maybe it be spiritual rhythm, relational rhythm, whatever it is, get that life rhythm back on track. Yeah. I think, well, the first thing I think you should probably do is like reflect, figure out like, where are you? What do you need right now? Um, Maybe you have something that's going well, but something that's not, not, that's kind of affecting your life and kind of reflect, figure out what you actually need because you don't want to put the wrong rhythm in place. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, if you're already working out six times a day or six times a week. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like Keaton. Okay, we get it. If you're you're already waking up and getting in your word, you probably don't need to add too much extra. Like figure out what you need Mm -hmm. and then start there. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and this is a big season to reflect on, honestly. I mean, since it is like, yeah, we're coming out of it. And um, so, yeah, have that little moment, have that little debrief, have that just that exhale of figuring out, like doing a pulse check on what you actually mm. need versus what you think you need. Cause I think yep. the other thing is too, you walk out of the season like COVID and you, I mean, back even what, a couple months ago, we needed something completely different, like <laughs> mentally yeah. or physically, spiritually, emotionally. But now that we are kind of transitioning out, like what, what does that look like? Um, I like that. That's good. Keith. Yeah. I think too, it's, it's important to like, not like, dive in head first like and try to do everything at once of like i'm gonna wake up at 6 a.m and i'm gonna read for an hour and then i'm gonna work out and then i'm gonna like walk the dog (laughs) twice a day and like try to do it all like i think it's important to have like realistic like what is it called s bag smart but attainable goals yes yes Yes. be an s bag (laughs) (laughs) yes just take take realistic steps into like finding rhythm but yeah, with that, I think like a big part of of developing these rhythms and coming out of a season of craziness and going into a season of like new freshness is like you have to give yourself grace because I think there's there's one side where yeah, you want to charge the hill and you need to make sure that you're not putting like too many things on your plate, like you're not trying to change every single habit of your life, but like the small changes that you do make, you do need to to allow yourself to to even mess up during that because it is like a progression. Like there is no perfect way. Like you will develop it if you're disciplined mm-hmm. with it. Um, like if you tried to go to bed at 10 o'clock every night and then one night you stay up until 1am watching TikTok, like it's fine. (laughs) Just (laughs) give yourself some grace. Um, I, I, I I have done that many nights. It's it's an extra trip to Starbucks. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, (laughs) but no, you need to have grace. Like as you're transitioning into this new season of life, like 
God's walking alongside with you and just saying like, hey, yeah, we want to get to a better version of ourselves, but like, I love you where you're at. It's okay if we mess up. Like, let's just keep progressing and moving forward. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think one thing it's important to hear too, when you hear us talking about rhythm is sometimes when we talk about rhythm or we talk about schedule or we talk about whatever, it, we can associate it with just efficiency. Like, Hey, Mm -hmm. like when we get on a rhythm, like we'll be more efficient or how do we become more efficient? But a rhythm isn't about efficiency necessarily. Mm -hmm. A rhythm is about pace and sustainability. And so maybe talk about like, yes, when you have a rhythm, you probably tend to be more efficient, but what are some other things you need to prioritize in your rhythm to make sure that you have like sustainability? Because yeah, I, I don't want people to hear us and be like, you need rhythm so that you can work more, work harder, work faster. Yeah. Yeah. Part of rhythm is rest. Part of yeah. rhythm is yeah. relaxing. Part of rhythm is enjoyment. So yeah. what are some things when people are thinking like, okay, I've recognized my rhythms off. I feel like I'm kind of behind. Mm. I'm always playing catch up. I need to reset. And I'm going to use this summer to reset my rhythm. What are some things that we need to prioritize in our rhythm so that we have that long, healthy, sustainable mm. pace of life? Mm-hmm. Mm. Good question. Uh, I would start with like cultivating joy. Because, okay. like, I just learned this actually from a book I was reading that the entire right side of your brain runs on joy, specifically mm. joy mm. that you get from being with people who want to be around you. So, if your rhythm's huh. off, maybe if you spend some time with people who love being around you and they, they're like face smiles when they see you, your brain is going to kick on more fully mm. and it's going to be easier to like get into a rhythm. Just by finding yeah. some joy. So that, yeah. that I'd start like there. That'd That's be the one I'd start with. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's like also establishing a difference between like rhythm and routine. Because mm. yeah. I think sometimes That's people good. hear rhythm and they think like, I have to have routine. Like I have to get up at 6 a.m. and then I do this and then I go to work. Yeah. And on Tuesdays I do my workout class or Sabbath on Saturdays. And I think there's so much more to like rhythm. Like you said, like rhythm is about rest and rhythm is about um finding rest and finding that and like jesus like i i think of that the message version of like matthew 11 that's like are you tired worn out burned out on religion come to me get away with me and you'll recover your life i'll show you how to take a real rest walk with me and work with me watch how i do it learn the unforced rhythms of grace i won't let yeah. anything heavy or ill-fitting on you keep company with me and you'll learn to live freely and lightly so it's like we were never meant to just be like hurrying and have routine and getting, like you said, efficiency and getting a bunch of stuff done. Like rhythm is about like resting and spending time with Jesus and learning like an unforced rhythm, something that comes natural because like Jesus wants humans to like flourish and have like a light and free life. So Mm. there is a difference between that. So good. Well, plus I feel like, uh, like, he time spent with him time dedicated to being with him where he can kind of usher you into those unforced rhythms of grace. Mm. Like he's going to like, it's almost like we're, when we talk about schedule, when we talk about rhythm, like we do think of efficiency in the, in the sense of like the worldly sense of like schedule and rhythms. And so we do associate with efficiency versus God's like, Hey, I'm going to, yeah, maybe, maybe I actually will make you more efficient, but I'm going to make you efficient in things that are not of this world. Yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to get you closer to me. I'm going to show you things that you wouldn't have experienced just because you're calendaring every 10 minutes of your life out. (laughs) Yeah. Like I have things for you and I'm going to help you prioritize. I'm going to help give you wisdom. I'm going to help guide you. And, and, and just like Milana, like that verse, like, yeah, it's just about sitting with him, abiding with him and understanding, like, once he does show you that way, 
he will give you the wisdom to acknowledge, okay, what actually might make my life efficient, but just not efficient by the world standards, by his mm-hmm. standards. Yeah, because I, mm-hmm. yeah, because I mean, we said it a second ago. The the the, what am I trying to say? The temptation when you hear establish a rhythm is establish a way to become more efficient, yeah. but like we said, rhythm is about establishing health. Yeah. And so we talked about um, when we find like our rhythm, what are some of the things we need? You mentioned rest. Um, I mean, efficiency is part of rhythm. Like you want to yeah. be a good worker. You mm-hmm. want to you want to get things done and get things done yeah. well. Yeah. Yeah. And so uh, when you talked about, though, you talked about rest and unforced rhythms of grace for people that are listening and maybe like, man, rest is something that I I don't do well. Like I either I work, work, work and then crash. Like what are some, what, yeah. <laughs> well, like what are some ways? Give some people examples, maybe in your life, or maybe you're still processing this and figuring this out. What are some What are some ways where you have found a rhythm of rest that's yeah. not you know work until you just can't go anymore, and then you you almost have to stop. Yeah, mm-hmm. well, like your body like shuts down. Yeah, like yeah. what's like what's like a good rhythmic rest? What are ways that you guys as individuals find rest? You know. Physically, spiritually, like whatever. Yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll say the first, um, so like when it comes to almost like a daily situation more so for me is this idea of like, I, I just got a dog during COVID, like 90% of the population. Um, <laughs> but like, I mean, ending the day with like a walk with my dog is the most mm-hmm. significant thing. And it, I actually was listening to a podcast the other day and it was talking about like stress cycles and like how we enter stress cycles and there's like a phase to a cycle. So it's like, you've got obviously like your first perceive, like you're perceiving of a threat, your middle where you find something in your body where it's the stress, it's the anxiety. And then the end where like that release comes. And a lot of times we don't actually go through the entire cycle of Mm. that, but we have to, we have to end it somehow. You have to find joy in the end of the Mm. stress cycle in some way, shape or form. So like, if you're working on a crazy project or, or if you're feeling honestly distressed about anything in the world, which is a lot right now, um, you have to end that stress cycle with something. And one of the easiest ways they say is like to end it with physical activity and to just like, this is your bookend to the stress cycle. This is your, your joy that's found at the end of it. And yeah, the project may still come up tomorrow. The project, uh, or your conflict with your friend may still be there tomorrow. But like, if you associate like your end of day moment with like rest and relaxation by walking or some sort of physical activity, there's actually like release in your body that can have that. Um, And so that's one thing that I'm walking through is literally like just literally walking, (laughs) like just making sure like that stress cycle from the day ends and has Mm -hmm. an end. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's good. We've got some in our house, we've got like daily stuff and then uh, weekend stuff. So first thing Mm -hmm. we do, we Sabbath every Saturday and we kick off our Sabbath by sleeping in and then making waffles. Mm. Yes. Every single Saturday we have waffles. This is why we're friends Chelsea. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We love you. Ta- talk to people about, if, if you might not be familiar with that language, that, that's a, a Bible Sabbath. term. Yeah, a Bible what, term. What is Sabbath? That can sound either very Jewish or very, <laughs> like, very, I don't yeah. know, like, spiritual. What, like, what, when you say Sabbath, what, what does that mean to it's you? What do you a, mean? It's a day to stop and enjoy. Mm-hmm. So okay. you stop striving you stop working on those projects you don't need to check your email your chores can wait your the goal is to rest reset and enjoy god's good world mm-hmm. yeah and awesome. whatever that looks like so for us it's sleeping in eating waffles and going on a hike for other people it could mm-hmm. be literally anything else they could go playing volleyball getting with some friends um but we do it every saturday and it's amazing mm-hmm. that's awesome and then the other thing i've been doing so 
I take in a lot of content. And so my mind feels like it's going like a thousand miles an hour trying to sync up and remember everything that I'm. And so I've just been driving without listening to a podcast or without music. And it just allows me. (laughs) (laughs) I've got some weird things I do. They they make fun of me. I do have weird things. But but he's fit. Keaton without podcasts. (laughs) (laughs) No podcast, no audio. I just, and it just, it's enough time to just be like still. Yeah. And that it's been working for me. Yeah. 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 How do you, how do you and Jake find rhythmic rest and not crash and burn rest? (laughs) (laughs) I love Honestly, Jake and I's weeks are kind of like marathon weeks um, because my husband's actually a youth pastor at Lakewood. So our Wednesday night or Wednesdays and Wednesday nights are like all day ministry with the youth students. And then Thursdays are like all day ministry with young adults. So Fridays, when we first got married, we were like, oh, my gosh, I'm so (laughs) tired. Like, what is happening? Um, So we've really had to, like, establish kind of what Keaton said, like a a way to Sabbath. And I love like what Keaton talked about earlier about like. What cultivates joy? Because yeah. that that's so much a part of it. Like I think people oftentimes hear like Sabbath um, and they think, hey, well, I need to like go to church or I need to like read my Bible all day. But there's so many other ways um, to find like spiritual replenishing. Yeah. So Jake and I, every Friday, go to the Snooze in Centennial. Mm. We have our waitress, Kristen. I don't think she <laughs> listens to this, but Kristen, if you're out there, we love you. <laughs> We go to snooze, we set our phones in the middle, and ev- every Friday um, we go. We would just wake up, we go, and we just, like, have conversation. And we that is, like, a way that, like, fills us up, like, spiritually, mentally, emotionally, and it's it's yeah. just sharing a meal together. Yeah. But it, yeah. it's intentional. And yeah. so I think it's just it's a matter of being, like, intentional with what you're doing yeah. to, to find rest. Yeah. Well, and, and I feel like the one of the biggest things, because, I mean, I'm, I'm still reworking to find my Sabbath again. <laughs> but, like, one of the things is, is that, like, I, from my internship years ago working at the church, there was a, a wise lady, a.k.a. Lisa. Lisa, she's got a really <laughs> Russian last name. I can't remember it. Um, but she gave me, like, one of the most sound words of advice is, like, when you do res- or when you're going to recharge, are you actually like plugging into something or are you just turning off? So mm. like, cause there's a huge difference. Like, and I find this, I almost justify sometimes during my Sabbath of being like, Oh, I'm exhausted. I'm going to watch 17 hours of friends and that'll be fine. When like that doesn't do anything to my battery. Like at the end of the yeah. day, like Sabbath is a way to almost like reset your battery. So if you're at like 5% battery, you plug your phone in and you get recharged. But what I end up doing sometimes in abusing Sabbath is I just turn off my phone mm-hmm. or turn off like my internal battery and being yeah. like, and then the next day after Sabbath is over, I'm still at 5%. I'm like, but why? <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. Cause it's not like trying to add structure to Sabbath, but it's trying to find the joy that God has for you in this world that refreshes your soul. doesn't just like reset it yeah. like something bigger and more fulfilling than just a, yeah, just a, a, a sit there and turn off for a couple hours and then yeah. pop back on. <laughs> yeah. I think one thing for me that really helps me uh, as far as rest goes in my rhythm is I always try to create space for creativity. Mm-hmm. Um, and for me that luckily I get to do a creative thing. I get to, I get to speak one thing. I feel like God, you know, I, I'm a, I feel like a creative person, whether I am or not, I guess is <laughs> for other people to judge. Um, but, you know, preaching, creating messages is, is an outlet for me, but creativity charges me. And one thing that I've always loved ever since I was a kid 
is food, is cooking. And so I, you know, every Friday, every Saturday, um, I normally go to the grocery store and I, I've, I like find something that interests me. Recently, it's been bao, like those little <laughs> bao, buns. Like, bao buns, let's go. Yeah, mm. but just like, but even just doing something mindless, well, I, not even mindless, it, it is just a different form of creativity yeah. that yeah. has no benefit to my life outside of that I enjoy it. Yeah. yeah. Um yeah, and like so and I yeah. and genuinely like I, you know, sometimes it's that or you know, I've been trying to make like we'll make pizza and I'll, I'm trying to teach Ezra like how to cook. Aaron Aaron can't cook to save her soul. And so we're I'm trying to like I'll let Ezra like stir something in a pot or I'll let her like play with some dough if like I'm making pizza dough. And so I think something too is just like finding those creative outlets that yeah. might not have anything to do with your work or might not have anything to do with that efficiency piece, yeah. Yeah. but yeah. allows your brain to be exercised and your soul to rest in like a different yeah. way. That's, That's good. So good. Well, and I feel like, hey, if you think Sabbath is weird and just a day, a waste of a day, if you're one of those super efficient people, all of you just talked about food involving Sabbath. So. Yes. <laughs> Sabbath's a go. good time. Okay. Yeah. Sabbath is the best day of the week. Literally. It's so good. And I love that, Connor, because I recently someone actually asked me because I, I do like all the design and stuff for young adults and I, I love it. And I love like what I get to make. But someone the other day was like, when was the last time you like created something just for you, like just oh. for fun? And I was like, never. Yeah. <laughs> I, I always do it for young adults. And then. My husband, Jake, he's just been challenging me in that. He's like, you should just come in and program lights, not for like a service, just because you mm. love it. Yeah. And finding finding things that, that bring you life that mm. you're not doing for, in, not for work, for family, yeah. for anybody else other than like, God, you made me this way. And so I'm just going to like enjoy it yeah. and rest in this with you. I, yeah. like, I love yeah. that. Yeah. And I think that's, that's also like a part of worship is like yeah. diving yeah. into fun like and we're in like totally. and appreciating how god's made and maybe you're not creative maybe you don't mm -hmm. have a creative ounce in your body you know like i love exactly. to cook i'm, I'm trying to, <laughs> <laughs> no <Just> but <laughs> but finding something that recharges you to that, that you can put your hand to because i think there's a yeah. difference between active rest and lazy rest kind of like what zach yeah. was talking about yeah. and it's very easy to rest away from god and then it's very e that you have to almost be intentional to rest in God. Yes. And I think mm -hmm. sometimes when people hear that, it yeah. when they hear rest in God, they hear I've got to read, you know, a book <laughs> of the Six Bible. Hours or, of Bible time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but no, it can be no, stick to your devotions like pray. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, I find it easy that when you do unplug and you mm -hmm. turn off, it you can go like a week and you're like, wait, I haven't prayed or read my Bible in like an entire week. What happened? Yeah. yeah. But when you rest in God, not only are you like doing your Devo, you're praying, but you're doing things that you enjoy that bring you life. And, yeah. and that'll just yeah. fuel you even more. Yeah. yeah. We talked about rest. Is there anything else with somebody who maybe they've recognized my rhythm's been off? I'm going to use this summer as like a reset. I'm going to exhale and I'm going to get... I'm going to not just catch up, but I'm going to like throw out the old slate and create a whole new rhythm for myself. Mm -hmm. Rest is a huge priority we talked about. Is there anything else you can think of? I think efficiency is a result of rhythm. So I would say like, yeah. you know, to be efficient, you need a good rhythm. But is there anything else you would tell somebody like, hey, maybe prioritize this when you think about creating a different rhythm or structure for yourself? Start the night before. Yeah. Okay. Like, yes. Yeah. So, so, <laughs> so in <laughs> and Genesis one, it says there's evening and then there was morning the first day. And uh, mm -hmm. one of the rabbis teach that that's because God wants you to start your day 
in the evening and then it flows through to the next day. And it, it works really, really well just from a practical stance of like, if you figure out what your next day will look like, you can wake up and start and you have wow. a plan and you're not waking up, hitting snooze on the alarm, throwing back coffee, trying to get your eyes open, wondering what's going on. Yeah. It's already done for you. And you can just go to bed knowing that you have a plan for tomorrow and it's going to be okay. That's awesome. I love that. That's really I'm like, good. I'm going to do that tonight. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, then you have no excuses. Other than those youth tonight. Start Friday. Mm-hmm. Uh, Friday, there we go. Yeah. After brunch. Yeah. <laughs> Is there is there anything else you guys when you're like hey when you when you're talking about rhythm like when we talked about rhythm as a staff was there anything that stood out to you in your life that were like not only do I need to prioritize rest in my life or or maybe creativity or things that I like enjoy but I should probably really think about including this in my rhythm as well I feel like a, uh, I mean there's so much um <laughs> but I feel like uh, honestly like it, it goes back to almost what Keaton first said and like doing that self check, doing that analysis first. Mm-hmm. In my head, like I just go through like the LYs of my life, the Lees of my life. So, like financially, emotionally, spiritually, physically, like mm-hmm. almost just doing a pulse check on all those to see, mm-hmm. like, yeah, what is what are the rhythms that need to be addressed? Because I think, uh, they all they all intertwine with each other. I mean, it does say like love your God with all your heart, mind, body, and soul. Like wow. heart, mind, it, body, yeah. and soul. Like yeah. all mm-hmm. of that matters. Yeah. So make sure that like we're not like again, like don't bite off more than you can chew. Don't feel like you have to change the world in a day, but mm-hmm. also just like have a good pulse on like all of those those lees. Yeah. The lees as I call them. Yeah. The lees. Yeah. That's good. Mm-hmm. Mind, That's body, good. spirit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I was gonna say the same thing. I was gonna say I know we talked about it, but I think I'm sure you were. For me, <laughs> yeah, I, I, I think I think reflection. Like yeah. I think that we're yeah. we're such a forward thinking, forward moving culture that so many times in the Bible, when you see God move in somebody's life, they build an altar to remember. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and I think that you know, I think there is like a line of like you don't have to dwell on the past, but yeah. but faith is built in remembering what God's done. And the expectation of what he's going to do. And if we only have expectation of what he's going to do and we don't remember what God's done, our faith can only be halfway full. And so I think that, man, if you're sitting here and maybe in this podcast, if you've made it this far um, and you're like, man, I, I, I need a rhythm. I need to reset my rhythm or I need to let this summer be a time for me to just exhale, to, to get back on my feet, to quote unquote catch up or maybe just throw out the old playbook and create a new one. And I think if there's three things that you could really prioritize in your new rhythm, it would be uh, reflect, like take some time to be present in your in your present moment. Now, find rest and not just crash and burn rest, but but life giving rest and then find ways to be to to find fulfillment and joy through like creative outlets, whether that's hiking or cooking or working out or whatever. I think, and as a result of that, of creativity, rest, and reflection, efficiency will be a result. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. I think we, we try to create rhythms to be efficient, but I think efficiency is a result of health and balance. Yeah. 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 So, yeah. Are there any, for somebody that's listening, if, is there like a resource or anything that you, if you're like, hey, if this is really speaking to you and you're you're looking for a way to maybe just, hit the reset button and figure out your rhythm in life. Go check this out and, and it'll help. Well, uh, shameless plug then. If we, well, not <laughs> like for me, I just realized, not sh- whatever. 
Um, <laughs> uh, so, I mean, we're doing the YA Summer Book Series, and oh, yeah. what we're going to be doing is, I mean, obviously just giving some recommendations of books that we love, books that we enjoy, but like on this topic specifically is The Ruthless Elimination of Hurry by John Mark Comer. So one good of, one. Like, oh, I need to read it again and actually listen to it this time, <laughs> even though I have like 30 billion sticky notes, like I need to just... I need to do it. But, like, it's just such an amazing book where it breaks down Sabbath. It breaks down the reason for Sabbath and the reason for rest and recharge and relaxation versus just unplugging from the world. Um, so, yeah, I would I would advise that. Yeah. And I know – I think he has, like, a, a podcast through Bridgetown Church that it yeah. kind of associates with – like, a series that's associated with it. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, double down. Do that. Read the book. We'll be selling them at YA for the summer so you can get a copy there or Amazon or I'll just verbally say it to you. <laughs> I'll, do yeah. public, I'll do a public reading maybe. Yeah. Maybe that will help me retain more better. Yeah. yeah. More better. More better. More, more better. Mm-hmm. Thank nice. you guys. Killing it. Yeah. Um, well, yeah. So, man, we wanted to kick off this summer talking about rhythm. We think summer is an incredible time for you to just kind of relax, reflect, and figure out those parts of your life that you want to to get in check. Maybe maybe life has gotten out of control for you, and you've and you're like, dude, I need a rhythm. What a better time than now to implement some of these things that we've talked about. And so, before we kind of wrap up, any final thoughts, any questions, comments, anything you want to add before we pray and in this bad boy. Ah. I got one. All right. Exactly. <laughs> I love a talk, sorry. Um <clears throat> kind of going back to almost what you were talking about about like understanding where you're at, understanding your reflection and making sure that you have that element of of this journey um cuz I think there's this fine balance between us having vision for what we need and that's kind of this whole idea of like structuring a schedule, structuring like your life so that way we can kind of grow in who we're called to become. So there's that vision piece, but then there's also the reflection piece. And it was a, a message by Stephen Furtick years upon years ago. And it was just this one liner of is it is what it is, which is like looking at your futuristic self, like just saying like, okay, I'm not there yet. Like it is what it is, I guess. But you always have to look back and it's not what it seems. So even though you may feel like this reset, this restructure, this rescheduling of your life, this recharging of your life, like maybe you feel stressed because you have a future vision of yourself that like you know God is calling you to become, like yes, it is what it is and maybe you're not there quite yet, but like look behind yourself and be like, hey, but it's not what it seems. Like I'm growing to become who God is calling me to become. So it is what it is, but it's not what it seems. Mm, There you go. Podcast Zach. Podcast Zach. Slash I just stole from another pastor. <laughs> but I'll take it. That, that's so good. So, guys, our prayer for you, find your rhythm this summer. Um, relax. Have fun. Find ways to be creative. and Reflect on, you know, how good God's been because he has been. And he, yep. it's there if you look for it. So, Milano, pray for us, and then we'll wrap this bad boy up. Oh, Lord, we just thank you so much um, just for the opportunity just to sit around and um, just talk about you and for the opportunity with summer ahead of us to just um, find a new rhythm and to find that in you, Jesus. We know that you just care about every aspect of our life, Jesus. You care about our passions, our hobbies, our talents that you've given us, Lord, and we can find um, just rest and relaxation and fulfillment and just inviting you into that, Jesus. So I just pray for every young adult listening to this podcast, Lord. I just pray that they would um, just begin to to find that rhythm with you, Jesus, that they begin to lean into prayer about what it is maybe you want to establish in their life, whether it be 
um, like rhythm in in their physical health, in their emotional health, um, in their spiritual health, in their creativity. Jesus, we just know that um, you've created us to be such dynamic um, human beings, and so we know that you are in every aspect, and we just ask that you would help all of us this summer, every person listening, just um, become closer to to your idea of what it takes to have human flourishing. And Lord, we love you, we thank you, we praise you, we ask all this in your name. Amen. 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 Awesome. Well, thank you guys so much for listening to this week's episode. Um, be sure to stay tuned for more episodes in the future for on whatever platform, not for whatever platform you listen to, be sure to hit that subscribe button. And if you know anybody um, that this could help, give it a share. For all things Red Rocks Young Adults, you can go to redrocksya.com or you can, for all things Red Rocks Church, dear Lord, um, go to redrockschurch.com. All right, stay tuned and we will be back shortly. Ruthless elimination of hurry. I botched this whole thing. (laughs) (laughs) We're leaving this in here for sure. (laughs) All right. See you next week. Ruthless elimination of hurry. Buy it. Read it. Find your rhythm. Bye.